0: Welcome, everyone. This is Michelle with Modern Mom Life, and this week is a fun topic that I'm very excited to talk about with one of my dear friends, Melissa Dumas, who is a travel advisor. She plans all sorts of fun trips all over the world, (laughs) not just Disney World, but Universal Studios, Hawaii. Anything, you name it, she can plan it. But before we get to her, and I'll introduce her in a minute, I want to just say welcome to the Modern Mom Life live show. This is a weekly show. It's about 30 minutes each week where we share different tips. I speak to different people that are experts in different fields. And really, it's just an opportunity to learn from them. And we go over topics such as motherhood, travel, Anything really that can affect our lives in a positive or maybe a negative way or anything that we can learn from. And I'm excited to do this. I'll be doing this over the next six months. Um, We will have different experts on here and there that we can learn from. And if you aren't able to, to make the live calls every week, you can listen to the replays, which are on this app at any time. So I'm very excited. Again, my name is Michelle with Modern Mom Life. You can go to my website, modernmomlife.com, or follow me on Instagram at Modern Mom Life to see more of what's going on. I share do-it-yourself projects, games, family fun, recipes that are simple. And right now we are really focused on decluttering and cleaning your home for the year. And there's so many tips out there. And so much information, and I appreciate your support. But let's get on to the fun stuff, which we're going to talk about travel for the year. And I know it's kind of a weird time right now with the whole pandemic, but there are ways that you can travel safely. And how do you you determine what you want to do? And maybe if Disney World has been on your radar for a while, but you're overwhelmed and you don't know what to do, this is where Melissa comes in. Let me tell you a little bit about Melissa. She provides personalized concierge level training or I'm sorry travel planning services to Disney, Universal, beaches and beyond. She has extensive experience in traveling the world since since a very young age and has retired from her nursing career to help bring unforgettable memories to families, couples and more. Melissa lives in North Texas with her husband and two boys. And in her free time, she enjoys some gourmet cooking, um, some pop culture, and watching different television and movie series shows that um, I enjoy talking with her about. And her cooking is very good. <laughs> I could I could I could do a whole episode on her cooking hacks because she's very talented in that area as well. Um, you can find her over on Instagram at the Glam Adventure and see what her and her family are up to. They always are traveling and doing amazing things throughout the year. So without further ado, welcome, Melissa, to the live show. Thank you for being here. Can you hear me?
1: Hi, Michelle. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Oh, perfect. I'm glad that you can make it.
0: I know it's a busy time um, juggling all the things. And I know right now you're probably really busy because after Christmas, do you find that people are eager to
1: travel? Oh, yes. Um, This is what we consider our wave season. So from now until about spring break is our busiest booking time for people. Oh my goodness. Well, tell me a little bit about, I always like to share
0: how people get into their, their industry or their career. How did you
1: stumble into this travel agency life? Well, you know, initially I have always loved traveling my entire life. Um, I've, was born in a different country, and you know at the age of six months i've been I was on an airplane traveling so um I was kind of done with nursing after I had my second child, and then I was looking for something for me, you know something I wanted to do not necessarily as like a full time career or anything like that, but I just wanted something that I could use my passions towards and you know enjoy doing and um you know travel planning i've always done it already and i've helped friends and you know i started thinking about you know i could do this i could do this you know just as a hobby in, at the beginning and help my friends and you know it's turned into so much more sense so it's been a great journey so far yeah
0: so how do you how do you balance the the b word balance which is seems impossible <laughs> these days but how do you balance your career motherhood marriage all those things do you have any tips on on that
1: um yes absolutely um i would say number one thing is keep organized um write notes use paper and pencil which a lot of people don't but you know if that's not for you use your digital calendars um you know minimize distractions when you're trying to actually work your business um, I know it's very hard to, but schedule moments when you know your family won't need you and you can just delve into it and knock your work out. So those are my best tips um, on how to run a business while you have young ones at home. You know, it is possible.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of moms are
1: they're they're curious
0: about starting their own business, but they don't even they don't even know where to start. Um, do you have any tips for for those who are on the on the edge of jumping off and doing it? Yeah, do you have <laughs> yeah any absolutely. I
1: mean, anything that you could give them? Well, first off, I would say do your research. Um, do your research on how much time is expected of you to run the business in whichever area it may be. Um, the, the research is going to be your best friend first off. And then once you actually jump in, be patient businesses can grow slowly at the beginning and it can take some time to build up a clientele, no matter which uh, sector you're in again. Um, And also be consistent with your social media. I know it's very hard and I, I, you know, have a hard time with it myself, but don't be afraid to connect with your clients in that manner and just show them how your product works for you. And then I would honestly,
0: sorry. I didn't mean oh, to interrupt. Sorry.
1: Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I
0: was going to no, say I would just you say... started. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I think we have a laugh. It's my fault. It's my fault.
1: Um, I think there is a delay on this. So my bad. No problem at all. Um, I would also say ask for positive reviews and referrals. Um, once you do start that business, it's always a great way to continue to grow it. And I will say right now that is my number one method of growing my business is uh the referrals and the reviews
0: well and you started your business you launched a couple of months or weeks i'm kind of in a time warp right now right before the pandemic started and travel kind of went to a halt was that did that deter you from wanting to continue or how did you decide to keep going when times got a little chaotic and rough
1: Honestly, because I started it more of in the mindset of wanting to learn the business aspect of travel planning, Um, you know, it was tough to not have business right away, but I took it as a learning experience and I took it as time to do all of the training that I needed, Um, you know, researching suppliers and things like that. So you just have to stay positive when things go downhill because in businesses, you have peaks and valleys all the time. Um, So just stay positive, do trainings, research on what maybe you could do better during those times. And don't give up hope because it does get better. But, you know, just continue doing what you're doing and develop yourself and your business.
0: Ooh, I love that advice. Entrepreneurship definitely has its highs and lows. I can tell you <laughs> that. I've had several moments where I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And that's a good opportunity to maybe reset and um, do some self-development. No, I love that. Okay, well, let's get to the fun stuff, which is um, <laughs> Disney traveling and I can personally say I've been on a few of those um, trips with you, and they've been some of my best trips my entire life, and you have pulled me from ever traveling by myself or without your your expertise. Um, a lot of these questions came from my Instagram followers over at Modern Mom Life, so we're going to dive in. And just there's a lot to cover. And I will say we're not going to be able to cover everything in 30 minutes. I mean, there's just so much that goes into Disney traveling. Um, That's why you hire an expert if you don't have the time. Um, I guess my first question is, what is the best way to book, like, just thinking as a consumer, what do you think is the best way to book a Walt Disney World
1: vacation? Well, honestly... Um, <laughs> my number one you. advice <laughs> for anybody is to use a travel planner, be it me or somebody else that, you know, just use a planner. Um, it's absolutely free for you to book through a Disney travel planner. Disney already includes a travel planning fee. When you book a package, even if you do it directly through the website, they're already charging you for a travel planner to do the work for you but a lot of people don't know that and they think that if they hire a travel planner there's a fee involved or it's extra cost to them so that's a huge misconception um and we're here to do this we can do this with our eyes closed so <laughs> that's the absolute uh, best way I suggest to do it um We can assist you with resort selection for your family. We get up at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. and do your dining reservations. We make your um, Genie Plus uh, reservations. We can set it all up for you. And then that way, when you get to the park, you just... Register it all in the app the way that you'd like to do it and reserve the time slots. But we help you with, you know, deciding on memory maker, no memory maker, um, mobility assistance. If you or your travel party, you need a scooter or a wheelchair, we can help you with that. We can help you with uh, reserving strollers, any any sort of detail that you can think of. That's what travel planners are here for. So definitely, definitely if you're going to book, you somebody. Yes.
0: And I feel like
1: um, just
0: having you there is such a relief. And um, it's it's nice to have. I mean, first of all, I do not want to get up at 5 a.m. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. And dining reservations, that's something I wasn't familiar with until I traveled with you because we, most of the time we did quick service and whatnot. And I hadn't been in a long time and so much changes. That's an, I mean, even if you've gone so many times, they change all the time. Like Genie plus, for example, can you talk a little bit about Genie plus and maybe some of the changes that have happened in the last six months?
1: Yeah. So yes, Genie plus is a huge reason to use a travel agent. Um, It is a brand new app. It was, released in October or not a brand new app, but a brand new system in the app. Um, and it replaced the fast pass system that Disney had in, in the past. Um, it is, uh, available for a fee. So you pay $15 per person per day. Um, here are a few things that you need to know about it. They help you and you can skip the line in many rides if you use it like the right way, I will say. <laughs> but there are a few things that are tricky with it that you need to navigate. Um, you can't reserve all of your rides ahead of time like we're used to with the old FastPass system. You have to do it that day, and every two hours, you do have to be scheduling your new um, attraction that you'd like to enjoy. So, where travel planners come in with this is that we can help you in planning your day ahead so that when you get to the park, you're not trying to scramble and think about where you want to go. You have your list from your travel planner and it they'll tell you, okay, reserve your genie for this at this time, because this is the time that this ride is the most popular. So you'll make best use out of it. Um The other thing too is availability changes throughout the day. So That's why it's important to kind of know what you're doing. It's very difficult to explain it ahead of time without having, you know, a specific date or time in mind. But there is a learning curve to it. So it is great to have somebody in your corner kind of guiding you on how to use it initially. Um, It is a great resource. Uh, I will say for Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, it's absolutely worth the cost. Um, you can also purchase add-on lanes, and they are individual lanes for two rides in each park, and they're the most popular attractions, um, which, you know, for Hollywood Studios, it would be the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Um, the cost on those varies on the specific date, but it's usually anywhere between 8 and we've seen it up to like $18 per person per ride. Um, you're only allowed to purchase two of those a day, but they do help. Um, Rise of the Resistance, I had somebody who was in line for three hours and then the next person paid, you know, the 60 or $80 for their family to ride and they were in within 45 minutes. So it really does help. Um, but once again, um, having someone guide you through it makes life way easier for you.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. And to wait. It is an amazing experience. I don't know that I'd want to waste three hours on it. I mean, it is worth the wait. But to have that, I mean, sometimes time is money. That's how it's like taking a tollway express lane to me. I'm like, you know, yes. my time is my <laughs> money and I'm going to take advantage of that. So I think that's a great. Yes, exactly. Um, and some people may only have. Did I lose you? Are you still there? I think we I think maybe you cut out a little bit. Can you hear me? Oh, I hear, I hear some movement. Okay.
1: I'm sorry. I think I lost (laughs) you there for a moment.
0: (laughs) It's okay. Sometimes the Wi-Fi fails us, you know, Um, we were talking about time is money. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about, um, I know you're a big fan of staying on property. Uh, And when I say staying on property, I mean, staying at one of the Walt Disney World Resorts. Um, Can you talk a little bit about the benefits of doing so?
1: Yes. So I have done both, obviously, throughout my life. I grew up in Florida and, you know, have been countless times to Disney. Um, However, I will say staying on Disney property is almost a must for me. Why? Because you're in that Disney bubble, You get the Disney customer service level, which is unparalleled in any kind of hotel that you'll find. Um, You also have free transportation while you are in that resort. And some resorts have monorail transportation. Some have a shuttle. Some have uh, ferry boat transportation. And they'll take you to any park or Disney Springs. um, And they run throughout the day. When you stay off property, um, what can happen is that some hotels say that they have a free shuttle, but that shuttle may only visit the parks once or twice a day. So if you miss that pickup time, then you're stuck scrambling trying to find transportation back to your hotel. Um, Another reason that I always recommend uh, staying on property is for the theming. Um, They have so many different resorts and You can do theming that's Hawaiian, there's animated theming, there's uh, French Quarter theming, there's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, There's just so many different options to continue that magical experience, and it feels like you are almost in an all-inclusive vacation when you are on property. Um, So I highly, highly recommend staying on property, the proximity to the parks is another huge thing because of how large the actual Walt Disney World Resort is spread out. Um, you know, we can help you navigate which parks will you be at the most. So, you know, that helps determine which resort might be the best fit for you. Um, so that is a great, great reason to stay on property. Um, also not to mention, the beds are amazing. The pillows are always amazing. <laughs> they have, and they smell lovely.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Even the Valley resorts have great beds and pillows, uh, the hot tubs and pools. Those are all really fun. They have huge slides for the kids. It just, it definitely feels more magical to stay on property.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Cause I've done both as well. It kind of, when you leave the Walt Disney world area, it's, kind of back to real world when you see the city and it's kind of like oh the magic's kind of lost <laughs> but
1: yeah but again <laughs> if you
0: have if you have to do that that's fine too but um let me see here another question that i got a lot of is the best time of year to travel at disney crowd wise do you have any recommendations there
1: yeah so it really Is kind of a trick question. Um, Because while Disney World does host many events throughout the year, they host cheer competitions and soccer competitions, and they have marathon weekends. So it is kind of tricky to say, you know, this month in general. But I will say typically, if you travel kind of mid January to mid February, is a good time. And then I say, If you want to travel during a spring break, expect higher crowds. But then once April rolls around, it's a lot more manageable. April and May are typically great. Um, And then once again, summer is going to be crowded. Um, So once kids go back to school in August, late August is good, all the way through pretty much October. um, There are certain weekends in there, again, that there are events that might be a little busier. Um, but then also beginning of November and beginning of December are usually great as well. So it really depends on, do you want to see the parks during the Christmas? Time? So it, it depends on your family's preferences with that.
0: Okay. That's a great, great idea. And, you know, again, it's, everyone has different preferences and different styles. Some people love to take park days where they rest and stay at the resort Other people love to go, go, go. (laughs) I know who that is. (laughs) But (laughs) but no, it's and that's what the great thing is about a travel agency um, or agent is that you can customize their trip to what they like and what they don't like. Um, And that's another benefit, I believe.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, We know when to advise you to go and when to avoid. And and so it's definitely helpful in that aspect as well. Yeah, and one of the
0: readers had a question, and this is a very detailed question, but strollers for a six-year-old. What is your advice on strollers, and can you help people with that?
1: Yes. Um, I have some partner companies that I work with, um, so we can definitely reserve strollers for them. Um, for a six-year-old, I always say yes, but I will say it depends on your six-year-old. Are you a very active family? Is your six-year-old used to walking walking? over 20,000 steps a day. Then I would say no, they probably don't need a stroller. But in the parks, you will expect to walk probably 20 to 30,000 steps a day. So most of the time, kids are not used to that. And by the end of the afternoon or evening, they are going to be very tired. Um, So if your child, if your six-year-old is not used to that much, I would say grab a stroller, we can help you guide guide you through strollers as well. I love the City Mini Double Stroller, the GT version that has the big tires on it. Because of the size, it fits through standard doorways, and it can hold up to 100 pounds. So, yes, I would say, once again, it depends on your child. But I always say, uh, probably up to 7 years old maybe 8 sometimes they can ride in the stroller um, it just depends on your child's size as well yeah and i like the strollers for keeping
0: your stuff and your snacks and all it's a good it's a good storage yes <laughs> so do you have any and this is another question that's loaded because when i think of saving money going to disney's probably not going to be your best bet it's <laughs> very i mean let's be real it's it's it can get pricey um, do you have any tips? You did share one tip with me that I found um, to be very amazing. Um, do you have any? Yeah. Do you
1: remember that tip?
0: I do. <laughs> Going to Target?
1: Yes. How do you, yeah. save, so money? Favorite, How do you save money at my Disney? My favorite tip is to buy Target gift cards um, with your red car- Target red card. Um, you can finalize your vacation payments that way and save 5% on your vacation. Now, the catch is this does make your vacation non-refundable unless you want $3,000 in Target gift cards, or I'm sorry, in Disney gift cards. So if you know that for sure you're going to go, or even if you have to cancel last minute that you are going to reschedule, then yes, absolutely do it that way. Um, I also like to, anytime I'm going grocery shopping, especially at Target, Grab a Disney gift card. They add up, and you know, before you know it, you've saved up a few hundred dollars in gift cards for spending money or whatever it is that you'd like to do. Um, some people like to grab gift cards and then save them all for their dining. So that's all taken care of when they get there. So, yeah, if you can um, do that, another uh, money saving tip is to you when you use a travel agent. We monitor any specials that are released, any sales. Um, and even if you've already booked, we can apply it to your booking. Um, just not past your final payment deadline. So, you know, I just had some families that had... a. Uh, Three rooms reserved and there was a special release, saved them about $300 per room. So, you know, that's already $900 right there. And that can help cover their dining costs or souvenirs or, you know, whatever it is that may be. Um, So that's a great way to save for sure. Oh, I love those tips. That's so easy to do. So no,
0: thank you. Well, we are running a little low on time, so I want to get to Universal Studios. Again, we could talk about Disney for hours. (laughs) You could have a whole (laughs) podcast on just Disney travel. Yes. So, So listeners, if you have a question about Disney that we did not address today, um, please head over to your Instagram account, The Glam Adventure, and you are available over there. Is there any other way they can contact you with Disney travel questions?
1: Yes. If you have any questions, you can email me at d at royaltreatmenttravel.com. And I'll be happy to answer any questions that you have there. Perfect.
0: Okay. So another place that I loved to go when I visited Disney over the summer was Universal Studios. It was my first time and my husband and I really loved it. I think he loved it a little bit more than me because of the action rides. I feel like there's (laughs) <laughs> a little bit more of the thrill rides. I, of course, love the Harry Potter wizarding or wizarding world of Harry Potter. I still am in awe of the detail and everything about that. Um, just overall, what is your do you recommend that people go to Disney and Universal at the same time? Or tell me a little bit about that. Some yeah. To booking both of them.
1: Well, I will say. Disney and Universal, you can do a split vacation and it makes an amazing time. But I will say, um, definitely only do it if you have a longer vacation. If you only have four or five days to travel, it is not enough time and you're just going to be extremely exhausted. But if you have, you know, a week or even longer there, then yes, build it in, do a split stay. You know, stay on which means staying on Disney property for part of it and then staying on universal property for the other portion of it. Um, both properties offer amazing experiences. Um, universal is geared with more of the the thrill rides and action rides and all of that. So I would say it's geared more towards an older elementary age child. Um, I would say even starting probably at six years old, depending on the height of the child and, you know, if they're okay with those sort of thrills. Um, with that being said, they still do have experiences for the younger children. So it really depends if you're a family that loves to just do thrill rides, then I would say wait until the younger ones are older. But if you like the immersiveness and, like Michelle said, you like Harry Potter and Jurassic World and all of those things, then it's great, great, great to go and see and check everything out. Yeah, because
0: our little guys went, and they're obviously not tall enough to ride a lot of the rides, um, but they have an amazing family ride share room at most of those rides that you can see riders. And they had a TV in there that kept them entertained. I thought that was really nice.
1: Yeah, they are, for child swap, they have the best system, honestly, because you are indoors in air conditioning or heat, depending on the weather. They have the TVs there set up for them, and you don't have to keep going through the queue. It kind of shortens the line, and you just essentially swaps places so that the second group can ride. Um, so it's a great, great program um, for sure.
0: And they also have some money saving options if you stay at their resorts, correct?
1: Yes. So a lot of times when um, Universal releases their specials, it's typically with a resort and ticket bundle. Um. So yeah, once again, if you use an agent, Universal's website is a little. Uh, I feel like it's a little dif- more difficult to find all of the specials and that kind of thing. So we know. Exactly when they're being released, what dates they apply to, and how to get you maybe 20 or 30% off your stay in that regard.
0: Yeah, and you can get into the
1: parks a little earlier than everyone else if you stay on the resorts, right? Yes. Yeah, so if you um, book, a, actually, if you book through an agent with Universal, you get early park admission so that's another reason to use an agent um you get to get in an hour earlier than the general public and then also if you are staying at a resort you can get that benefit as well um but yeah it's it makes the line so much quicker to be able to get in um i would say we could knock out like two to three experiences depending on which ones before the park even opens so Definitely look into that. Um, they also have their free transportation over there and they have water taxis, the shuttles, you know, just different depending on which resort you stay at. Um, it's so much easier than having to park and walk all the way through City Walk and then get to your. Yeah, it's a lot of walking
0: for sure. And I will say getting up early and going to that first experience first is very worth the time, even though I was so tired and did not want to get up. I, I did it and I'm so glad we did it because then you can get your photos um, and get in the lines a lot quick, quick quicker. Oh, I think we lost. We I think uh, our trans. Did you hear me? Hello. I hear you now. I'm sorry. I okay, think I lost I you songs. there. <laughs> so what I what I was saying is that um, if you if you make that commitment to get up early or get a resort or use a travel agent to get there early, pick which ride you want to do first. It's going to cut down your time on waiting so so much
1: more. Yes, definitely.
0: And even though I didn't want to get out of bed that early, it was still worth it. I <laughs> was so tired
1: Well, and then the also other thing to keep in mind with Universal is if you stay at one of their premier properties, which is the highest tier, you actually get their Express Pass unlimited complimentary with your stay. And a lot of times it is absolutely worth the price difference from value to the premier. Um because you an express pass for one person can cost you one hundred and thirty dollars, so you know if you're only paying two or three hundred dollars more for the resort, but you have four people in your party, you know it definitely is worth it. Even if you only stay a couple nights there to get the express pass and knock out the parts, it's a great great value.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea. I like that. That's that's. I was shocked how inexpensive the rooms were and they were really nice. So I thought I think that's a great deal. Okay. So we've we've talked about Disney. Can you hear me? Can you still hear me? Yes, I can can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Perfect. The Wi-Fi does not like us today. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) But no, we talked about Disney. We talked about Universal. Just really quickly, what are some other Fun non Disney or Universal Studios, just des- travel destinations that you're you're booking a lot of, or that you think are really good deals for 2022.
1: Yeah. So honestly, right now with the way that COVID has affected the world, <laughs> yes, uh, international travel can be a little bit tricky. Um, that's not to say people aren't traveling. It really depends on the country and what your family's into. Um, we are seeing a lot of people are wanting to connect with nature more, which is honestly a great thing. Um, so plenty of Airbnbs, cabins, things like that people are enjoying. Um, I personally went to Hawaii last year, and it's probably one of my favorite vacations that we've ever done. Um, they are still restricting certain things, and you have to follow requirements to get into the state and everything. but being outdoors, connecting, you know, being on the beach, hiking, whatever it is that you are into, um, it's just a great way to vacation as well. It's a completely different experience from the hustle and bustle of theme parks. But, um, yeah, I would say beaches, mountains, anything that keeps you active and outdoors is great and people are, can't get enough of. Um, I, there are also countries that are offering digital nomad visas, which is really cool. Um, so each country, you know, has its stipulations. But if you're someone that works from home and you think that you might want to live somewhere for a few months just to try it out and see what it's like. Um, you know, countries like Antigua, Barbuda, Barbados, Croatia, Estonia, the Republic of Georgia, they're all offering visas to international Guess for certain um, periods of time. So it's another great way to travel, and you know, have a different hub and go to different countries or cities from that hub. That's really cool. I had not heard that.
0: Learned something new. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, that is amazing, and I am sure you are just so busy right now booking all these trips for other people. Um, Are you? I'm curious. Are you? Are you going anywhere? Per, what are you looking at doing this year
1: personally? So <laughs> the funny part is um, I can't decide on a destination just yet. I know for sure we will be at Disney world and Disneyland at some point this year. And um, we're kind of throwing a few other more international ideas up in the air depending on what the restrictions are at the time. So, Stay tuned. Follow me Stay on Instagram, <laughs> and you'll see the next adventure. <laughs> I love it. I love watching you
0: guys go. That sounded creepy. I love watching you guys. <laughs> uh, I love following your, your your adventures. And just real quick, um, before we wrap up, why should families travel? What are, what are, what are the benefits of traveling with your family or just by yourself?
1: Well, see, travel is such an important aspect of life. I feel like um, it just really helps you disconnect from whatever your reality is and keep your mind occupied with the now and the here. And it doesn't matter which activity you're doing, connecting with your family and putting away the phones and keeping it electronic free and just doing activities together I think is a great thing. Um, It just gives you a reset. It resets you to go back to school, to go back to work, to go back to the routine of whatever your life may look like. Um, But it's just very important to take that time and enjoy time together and not have the stress of, okay, I have to be at work tomorrow. This is what I need to do. This is the errand I need to have. Um, My house needs this done. Just travel takes all of that real-life adult stress away, you know, for however long you can travel, and it allows you to just be there in the moment. So I am (laughs) obviously a very huge supporter of travel, especially traveling with families with children of all ages. Um, It's very, very possible, and it will bring you closer together for sure. Yeah, and it
0: opens their eyes to other cultures and experiences. And I, I think they can learn hands-on how different um, parts of the world live. And it's not yes, – they get absolutely. out of their bubble. They
1: definitely Double. get they out, definitely. out of their bubble. Yeah, international well, you, travel Alexa. is super amazing for them. Yeah, that's on my list um, at some point.
0: I don't know when that will be, but hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending a few moments of your time with us. Again, um, Melissa is over at the Glam Adventure on Instagram, and you can email her
1: at d at Travel.com.
0: Yeah, and yeah. she can answer all your questions, maybe set up a quote for you. I have planned many trips with her, and I can personally recommend her. She is passionate about what she does, and it shows. And thank you again. Um, you're making me want to take another trip to Disney World or Disneyland and go see <laughs> Ave- Avengers Campus. That's that's what's on my bucket list. But yes, we will we will have to reconnect and talk about some other fun places. You just really really make it so fun to talk about travel. And as I'm looking out of this cold cold day, and I'm ready to get out of here.
1: You <laughs> make Aww. it possible. Well, thank you so much for having Michelle. It's been such a great time. And you know, I can talk travel anytime. (laughs) Yes.
0: So please go follow her. I promise you will learn so much. And um, that's really all I've got for today. But thank you. Thank you again. And we will talk soon.
1: Thank you. Bye. All right. Thank you.